Yeah. Was on the outside looking in this bitch, but now I'm in this bitch. Hello guys, welcome to the fifth episode of the Fantasy Football Forecast. I'm here with my co-host today, Tyler Randall and Jacob Teets. Say hello guys. Hey guys, it's Tyler. Hey guys, it's Jacob. If you guys don't follow me yet, go ahead and follow me on Twitter at FFootballJT. Yes sir, he just created that last week and we're pretty excited to have him aboard. Today's his first episode with us and we're pretty excited for, for him to be recording. So, But we're going to be doing a mock draft today. And we're pretty excited about it. It's going to be a 12-team mock. And me, Jacob, and Tyler, we're all jumping in on three separate teams. Tyler decided to be pick two. Uh, Jacob is pick 11, and I am pick 12. So we'll see where we're going with this. Jacob, tell them why you want to be pick, uh, be pick 11. Really, the only reason is because I have another fantasy draft tonight. And in a 12-man league, I am number 11, so... I might as well make it as realistic as possible for myself. Yeah, and hopefully if you draft a good roster and the smock, hopefully you can get that roster tonight as well. Um, we're all cheering for you. But Saquon got picked number one overall, and so Tyler's up with pick two. Uh, who are you thinking about selecting here, Tyler? Um, for me, it's really between Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara. Um, I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara. I think um, he just plays in a better offense and a better system, and uh, I like his usage rate. Um, I like McCaffrey's usage rate, but um, Cam's health problems are kind of being a big factor to me right now, and I just want to, I don't know, I love Alvin Kamara, so I'm pretty happy with my selection. Yeah, with you being a semi-Saints fan, uh, I'm not really surprised with that pick, even though I do kind of value myself, Christian McCaffrey, even more than Saquon Barkley, so I'd probably pick him over. Alvin, but you can't really go wrong with picking either of them, in my opinion. But uh, like Tyler picked Kamara with pick two, DeAndre Hopkins went with pick three, Zeke Elliott at pick four, Christian McCaffrey slid all the way down to pick five. That's kind of surprising. Probably the best deal of the first round. David Johnson at pick six, Devontae Adams at pick seven, Le'Veon Bell at pick eight, Michael Thomas at nine, and Tyreek Hill at ten. And I think we should say that this is a full PPR league. So we're going to be, you know, running backs are king in this format. And we are drafting one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, two flex, and two bench. So Jacob is up with pick 11. Who are you looking at with targeting here, Jake? Well, I'm kind of looking. Right now, best available is Julio, James Conner, Nick Chubb, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, we already have a few wide receivers off the board. We also have quite a bit of running backs. So... With us kind of both having basically back-to-back -back picks, I'm trying to plan it out to see what I what I can go with. I'm kind of feeling Julio right now. Julio just in and out. He's just one of the top receivers in the league. I I know James Conner in that offense, in that system, he's going to be absolutely outstanding. I had him last year. I banked on him for about eight, nine weeks before he got hurt because they were waiting for Le'Veon to come back. Nick Chubb, I... I think with his usage rate, he's going to be going skyrocket as well. I think really any of those top three are just amazing picks right there. But I personally am going to go with Julio. Yeah, and talking about James Conner, I know that me and you were talking about him last night on Twitter. Um, I know I am not very high on James Conner just because I think that uh, they did draft Benny Snell this offseason, and I think that he will have a role. I think Jalen Samuels, he had a role last offseason. 
and I think he's still going to have a role. I think that he's going to be their pass catching back. He was a converted tight end, so we know that he can catch the ball. Um, and the Steelers have been talking him up all offseason, so I'm really looking to stay away from James Conner. Even if I have the last pick of the second round, I probably wouldn't pick him, to be honest with you. Um, so he's off my radar right here. But I'm thinking about picking, you know, I'm pretty high on this guy. I'm thinking about picking Dalvin Cook right here. Because, um, like, looking at, at the board, you know, like, like Jacob said, there's James Conner, Nick Chubb, there's Juju, Odell Beckham, Todd Gurley. And I like Dalvin Cook over all of them. Um, I think he's going to, I think there's a good chance he might lead the league in rushing this year, to be honest with you, especially with Zeke Elliott missing games. All the other top uh, running backs, they mostly catch the ball. Uh, Dalvin Cook's going to be looking to pound the rock. So I'm pretty happy with that selection. Oh, yeah. And see, I was I was kind of hoping that you're going to be looking more at like Juju Smith or OBJ, in my opinion. Uh, I was only just personal reasons. I wanted Dalvin Cook to fall back to me. But now that uh, he's gone, I'm going to kind of change up what I'm thinking. Yeah, I saw your reaction as soon as I drafted him. Uh, I know that you're pretty high on Dalvin Cook. I think... I think he is going to have a big offseason. I think with Latavius Murray finally leaving that system, you know, they did draft Alexander Madison to kind of fill that void. And it's kind of weird. Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook look the same exact. They're both big running backs with dreadlocks. So, you know, each time the Dalvin, each time the Vikings running back scores a touchdown, I'm going to have to be like, who scored? And I'm going to have to make sure that it's oh, Dalvin Cook. So that's kind of scary. But I got the back-to-back, so I'm up with the first pick in the second round. And... I'm thinking about going running back, running back, because they do go pretty quickly, especially in 12-team leagues. So I want to get my running backs early, and there's going to be a lot of you know good wide receivers late that I'm comfortable with drafting. And running back-wise, there's James Conner, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, and Todd Gurley. And after that, there's pretty much a drop-off. There's Damian Williams, Leonard Fournette, and Kerryon Johnson. So, But I'm going with Todd Gurley. I think I got the consistency of Dalvin Cook if he stays healthy that I can – you know, kind of take that risk on the high upside of Todd of, of Todd Gurley. So I'm pretty happy with that selection. Um, I know the fantasy footballs, the fantasy footballers, they like to say not every touch is created equal, and I think that's pretty true. You know, every, uh, one touch in a Sean McVay offense is a lot better than one touch in you know like John Gruden's offense or like you know? an Adam Gase offense. Yeah, yeah, like freaking Adam Gase. Yeah, freaking Le'Veon Bell's gonna have to get thirty touches a game to get what Todd Gurley does with fifteen. So that's why I picked Todd Gurley. I feel pretty comfortable with that as well. So now I'm back up on the board with two two. Uh, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm looking at running backs here. I like Juju. I like Odell. I just don't like the offense that they're in right now. I don't know how Juju's gonna do being double teamed this season and. With Odell having a really good option across from him with Jarvis Landry, with you having a running back like Nick Chubb, David Njoku is really no joke. Sorry, Tyler. Um, I, yeah, Tyler's a really big hater on Njoku. If you haven't listened to any of our pods, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be either James Conner or Nick Chubb for me. I know that with James Conner, he's had he had health issues last year. His, but I think they are just running him into the ground so that they can give him a break when Le'Veon was supposed to come back. I think they'll probably have a better game plan for him this year. With Nick Chubb, I know that he's going to be the workhorse for that team as long as they're not down by a touchdown or two and having to air out really hard. Uh, they don't really have much behind Nick Chubb, so I know that he's going to be the guy. I know Kareem Hunt comes back week nine after he recovers from the sports hernia surgery and also from the uh, uh, suspension that he got. So, 
See, and even I would feel even more comfortable with Chubb just because, you know, Cream Hunt did just have that surgery and he's not even allowed in the building at all throughout his whole suspension. You know, so he's going to be so far behind, in my opinion. So I'm not even for sure what kind of role he's going to have when he does come oh, back. Yeah. My my only concern, uh, I don't, I've probably said it before on Twitter, or I've just talked to you about it, is Nick Chubb did have just kind of like the entire Georgia running back situation. They always end up with some sort of injury because Georgia is a pretty hardcore running back team. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'm scared to see because he's finally getting his year to actually pound the rock. We'll see if he stays healthy, but. I think that's a risk I'm willing to take. I'm going to take Nick Chubb right here. And I think that's a pretty good selection. Um, after Jacob selected Nick Chubb, Juju went with pick three. James Conner went at pick four. Damian Williams at five. Joe Mixon at six. OBJ at seven. Travis Kelsey at eight. Patrick Mahomes really early at pick nine in the second round. And Adam Thielen at pick ten in the second round. Now, before we get to Tyler's pick, I just wanted to point out we had four Chiefs off the board before two eleven: Mahomes, Kelsey, and Damian Williams. Wow, yeah. Tyreek first round. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. That just goes to show that Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback to own. His skilled players are above and beyond everyone else. But at the same time, they're also that good because of Patrick Mahomes. So, you know, there's this... It really sucks that Patrick Mahomes goes this early because I would want him in the third or fourth round, but there's no way he's slipping that far. Yeah, I was actually really hoping Patrick Mahomes would get back to me. Um, I don't know if I would have took him in the second, but I was really looking for him in the third. Um, So right now, I think I got... um, I'm going to go with... um, I'm kind of between Antonio Brown, Keenan Allen, and Mike Evans. They're the top three receivers um, on the board, and I kind of want to get a top receiver um, with my second pick, kind of just balance out my team. I'm going to go with Mike Evans. Um, I think Winston's going to have a big year this year. Um, He's got Bruce Arians, who if anyone can turn Winston around, it's going to be him. And um, I just think he's going to really air it out, and I think Mike Evans is just – I mean, he's Winston's go-to guy, so I'm going to roll with him. And uh, that's probably who I would have picked over Allen and Brown. I would have picked Evans over Adam Thielen, so I'm pretty surprised that he fell that far, too, to be honest with you. But after Tyler selected Evans, Allen went at 12 to finish out the second round, and Antonio Brown went at three. So Tyler's back up at pick – or Antonio Brown went at pick one in the third round. So Tyler's back up at pick two in the third round, and who are you looking at targeting now? Okay, so now I'm really going to try to get my second running back just because um, the running backs are very thin at the moment. Um, right now, top three are uh, Devonta Freeman, Kerryon Johnson. I mean, you could say Leonard Fournette or Aaron Jones are kind of up there. Um, I'm really between Fournette and uh, Devonta Freeman. And well, I'm surprised. Oh, you're not like a Kerryon Johnson fan at all? Not really, no. Wow. Like I, I mean, he, I, I like his upside, but I, I'd rather play it safe here, um, especially with how thin running backs are. Um, I'm gonna go with Devonta Freeman just because I like his the offense that he's in. It's a high powered Atlanta offense. Um, I just trust you know Matt Ryan and um, everything that the Falcons do over what Kerryon Johnson would be asked to do in Detroit or Leonard Fournette in Jacksonville. Um, I just feel I feel like Freeman might be the most safe pick in that situation out of all three of those running backs. Yeah, and I think he might be the safest 
but I'm like more of an upside guy. I think Leonard Fournette is being pretty disrespected. If you remember, like his rookie year, he was going first round. Uh, I think he is definitely going to be more healthy this year than what he was last year, without a doubt. So I think, you know, he definitely has RB1 upside. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be looking to pound the rock. So I was kind of hoping he was going to fall to me, but he slid. Two years ago, he was actually, uh, he finished RB8. So, and then he had all the injuries and all yeah. that other stuff last year. So um, that's just something to think about. Yeah. And then Tyler picked, uh, like you said, he picked Freeman at pick two. Uh, carry on Johnson went immediately after at pick three. George Kittle at four. Aaron Jones at five. Leonard Fournette at six. Chris Carson at seven. David Montgomery at eight. Zach Ertz at nine. And Stefan Diggs at ten. So, Jacob, you're up with pick 11. Your your team is consists of Julio Jones and Nick Chubb. Um, so, you're pretty balanced. You can go either way, but uh, who are you looking at right now? Well, right now, top, top three on the board right now are uh, – Jacobs, you got Amari Cooper, Julian Edelman. I'm not really looking at anyone below that right now just because we got the back-to-backs, so I'm not too worried because you can't take four picks right here. So uh, it's more between Amari and Josh Jacobs. I know that Amari, he did really well outside of the Oakland offense, went down to Dallas, and somehow turned into like Des Bryant 2.0. Josh Jacobs, super hype. I think that he has the possibility of being one of the best rookies this year outside of like maybe uh david montgomery so i, I think I'm, I'm pretty high on josh jacobs but he's also your boy i'm not a huge raiders fan being a chiefs fan i i can't draft a raiders player this early wow. so i'm going with amari cooper Ouch! so you draft a former raiders player i love it um i, I don't know i was kind of hoping amari cooper was gonna slip to me i'm kind of i'm content with drafting josh jacobs especially with him being uh, one of the last good running backs left on the board. Um, and I'm thinking I'm about to, um, yeah, I think I am about to pick Josh Jacobs, and that's who I settled with. And I'm looking at the other players on the board. It's kind of rough. Um, I'm thinking I'm targeting wide receiver. I haven't got a wide receiver yet. Um, there's still a lot of good ones on the board. There's Julian Edelman, Brandon Cooks, Chris Godwin, Robert Woods, Tyler Lockett. You know, I was choosing between Tyler Lockett and Brandon Cooks. They're basically the same player, but for me, the Rams' offense is worlds better than the Seattle offense, so that's why I kind of settled with Brandon Cooks. And plus, in the fourth round, I'm really fine with him being my wide receiver one. I just need to find some consistency behind him because he is a pretty much a boomer bust player. So we'll see who falls to me with five and six. So, But you're up with pick two in the fourth round, so we'll see. So right now we got Julian Edelman still on the board, Mark Ingram, Sony Michelle, Chris Godwin, and Melvin Gordon, who still has uh, not signed anything yet. And I think I saw that he has up to about Wednesday if he really wants to try to play week one. If he doesn't sign Wednesday, then well, we'll have to see what he does. So with this pick, do you, have do to, you guys think he's going to sign? I'll, I'll pass this one, Tyler. I have to think about that one for a second because I don't really know. He's definitely not going to sign before at least week three. That's my guess. Like, I think the Chargers, like, they have a rough two games. They're they're going to cave and pay him because they know their window is so small. Like, that's just what I think. Who do you think is coming back first, Zeke or Gordon? I think they both have to come back. Do they both have to come back by, like, week six to play this year? I think it's week six or week eight. They both have to come back at some point. But I so think, do you think they're both going to just hold out and literally wait till the last minute, both of them? Yeah, probably. Pr- more than likely, unless the Cowboys 
or like Cowboys and Chargers are both, you know, playoff contenders, um, even Super Bowl contenders. They both have really good rosters, very balanced. And um, it, I wouldn't be surprised if both teams have a really slow start and then they just their owners cave and just pay them. Yeah, I'm not quite for sure which one. I th- for me, I think Zeke would come back first just because I think their negotiations going a lot smoother than what Gordon's is. I don't think they've made any progress for a few weeks, maybe even months. And we get new reports every couple of days about the Zeke deal. So I think that one's inching closer and closer. And, I mean, the, the Cowboys know that they – I mean, I think both teams are in a win-now mode, but I think with the Cowboys especially, with their fan base, they need to win now. So we'll see. But back to Jacob – with his pick two, you're talking about Melvin Gordon. Sorry, so yeah, no. we'll see uh, what happens. And with that, I, me personally, I think Melvin Gordon will come back first. Um, I think that Zeke's looking way too high right now. He wants to be the highest paid running back in the league. Uh, and Jerry Jones, he his comments that he's making does not seem like he's ready to make him the highest paid running back in the league yet. I think that Melvin Gordon, he'll probably cave pretty quick. Yeah, for. Uh, I'm kind of surprised about, you know, uh, what Jerry Jones is doing with all of them. So I'm kind of surprised that he's making all them comments that he's making. So we'll see if he does come back. And when he does, if he's going to be in the type of form that he needs to come back in with both of them. Because I haven't been there all camp. So we'll see what happens. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. So back to it. I'm I'm gonna rule out Melvin Gordon. I want to lock up players that'll actually play. That I know for sure they'll play at this point. Um, I'm gonna rule out Julian Edelman. He's coming off of a broken thumb. I've never been a huge fan of the Patriots' offense in terms of fantasy, um, at least not receiver wise. Uh, I'm also gonna rule out Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram is a playmaker, but they've got they just drafted Justice Hill. They still have Kenneth Dixon. They still have Gus Edwards. He's gonna have a lot of competition come goal line, so he might be getting some touchdowns vultured. So I, it's between Connor Godwin and uh, Sonny Michelle. Um, we do have a two flex or draft going right now, but I want to lock up my second running back. I'm gonna go Michelle right here. Ouch! Tyler's hurt. He wanted Michelle. Damn. Hey, I know you like Michelle too, Trey. Yeah, but Michelle was gonna get back to me. He might have got to you, to be honest with you. So I was really hoping. Um, I'm a big believer in Michelle. I think he's gonna be just outstanding. He's probably gonna be a top three running back in touchdown. Uh, rushing touchdowns this year and i don't know if you saw but matthew barry said that he thinks that he might be leading the league in touchdowns this year so we'll see i could i could definitely see that he's he's gonna get the get the rock and he's just gonna make that patriots offense home yeah so after uh jacob picked sonny michelle mark Egan went at pick three robert woods at four julian edelman at five chris godwin at six deshaun watson at seven tyler lockett at eight kenny galladay at nine and Melvin Gordon finally off the board at pick 10. So Tyler's up with pick 11. His team's Alvin Kamara, Mike Evans, and Devonta Freeman. So what are you looking like right here, Tyler? I think I'm going to go another receiver just to keep my team kind of balanced because it does fall off pretty hardcore real quick. Um, I'm going to go with T.Y. Hilton. Now, I know that my I got him at pick 411. And I'm not a really big believer in Jacoby Brissett, but I do feel like he's the best receiver on the board. And um, he's a deep threat. He's That's kind of my reasoning. Um, I really didn't want Cooper Cup. Um, I had him last year and he got hurt, but 
I was just trying to trade him the whole year. Um, Tyler Boyd would be a good option, but or or Ridley, but um, T.Y. Hilton, in my opinion, is the best receiver available, regardless of the luck, um, reset kind of situation on quarterback. So yeah, and that's probably who I would have went with out of the remaining wide receivers. I think that you know. Cooper Cup is going to be consistent. Tyler Boyd, who knows what he's going to bring every week. Calvin Ridley, he might be pretty consistent. But, you know, with Julio, who knows just, like, how many touchdowns or how many receiving yards he's going to get. So that's probably who I would have went with. But Marlon Mack went at pick 12 to finish out the fourth round. James White uh, started out the fifth round with pick one. So you're up again with pick two in the fifth round, Tyler. Okay, so I'm actually really pumped to get this guy. Um, I almost picked him with my fourth pick, but um, I got Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry is going to have his best year of his career this year. I'm very high on him, and um, I know a lot of people doesn't don't like Derrick Henry because he's so up and down, up and down, up and down. He doesn't get a lot of catches and stuff, but we saw like glimpses of his potential last year, and I think the second year in uh, a coach – by Mike Mike Vrabel coach team. Um, I think he's just going to be outstanding. And um, I expect good things from the Titans. I was telling Teets earlier today that I think the Titans are going to be a lot better than people think. And um, that's kind of why I went uh, running back there. And plus you needed a running back. Like you said, they die off pretty quickly after, after, you know, the next few couple running backs. But, Calvin Ridley went at pick three, Cooper Cup at four, AJ Green at five, Philip Lindsay at six, Tevin Coleman at seven, OJ Howard at eight, Miles Sanders finally off the board at nine, and Evan Ingram at pick ten. I'm really mad. I wanted eight, nine, or ten. I was happy with either one of those three picks, and they all went before mine and your pick. So I'm pretty upset about that. We'll see. And I, I'd even stretch back as far as number seven, too, with uh – uh, Jerick McKinnon being out for is it the entire season or is it half the season? It's he's on IR right now, so he's yeah. a, he's, a, he's at least out till I think week eight or ten. So and it's been setback after setback, so it's probably going to yeah. be the whole season. Um, I know that with Matt Breida and Tevin Coleman, uh, Breida Breida will possibly be the go-to guy, like early on. But I was looking at something a stat that I read. He was he had like one point six yards after contact as a rusher and it was like one of the lowest in the leagues last year he is a playmaker but if you if you get him hit in the backfield he's not breaking tackles tevin coleman on the other hand he was able to kind of take over when uh Devontae freeman went out last year so i think he he did a really good job with that yeah and i and i'm a big tevin coleman guy i think especially in the kyle shanahan offense it's going to be you know he definitely has breakout potential especially with jerry mckinnon hurt and Breida is definitely going to get injured at some point in time this season. He gets injured every season. so. And it doesn't help that they both have ties back to Atlanta as well. So they probably already have been clicking. I, I could see Tevin Coleman being a, a running back that if you if you could take about round five, that would probably be a solid pick. He'd, he'd be a solid flex. Yeah, like if you go with the zero running back strategy, you go kind of like what I did in our home draft, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. <laughs> then he could be a good like running back one or running back two. So, But you're up with pick 11, so your team's looking pretty good so far. You got Julio Jones, Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, and Sonia Michelle. So now I'm looking at the board. I, I, have a, I have my next pick planned out as long as you don't snipe him a little bit. 
So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, so top five right now are Tyler Boyd, Duke Johnson, Mike Williams, Aaron Rodgers, and Jarvis Landry. Um, I was looking at Tyler Boyd. I, I think he's going to do really well throughout the entire season. When A.J. Green comes back, he won't have to get double teamed. Um, he is still pretty athletic. He could probably make the plays. I just don't trust him getting double teamed and Andy Dalton being the quarterback to get the job done every week, like week in, week out. Um, I don't like Phillip Rivers. I know he has to do it for his 13 children. But and, and honestly, even with jokes aside, he, he is has a, to. He cannot retire. He's he is a solid fantasy quarterback. He, I think he was in the running for uh, MVP last year for a while just because he was literally so efficient. Yeah, he's he's Mister Consistent. You know, he's going to get you about twenty to twenty five points a yeah. week. He's going to get you about two hundred fifty, three hundred yards, two touchdowns, and maybe a pick. But he's going to get you that every week. And personally, I don't know. I've been in like four drafts. I think. I don't think I've taken a quarterback before, like, round eight. So I, I'm just going to kind of keep on with that. So Rodgers is out for me, too. So I'm, I'm going to take Duke Johnson here. I'm taking him because he's going to be the lead back for that offense. He's a receiving back as well. So that kind of helps with PPR situations as well. So I, think, I, mean, I think that's a pretty smart pick. Duke Johnson's definitely the best running back on the board. He's going to be eaten in that Houston offense. But I'm up right here. And since we're only going two flex, two bench, I'm thinking my team so far is Dalvin Cook, Todd Gurley, Josh Jacobs, Brandon Cooks. Thinking about going tight end and quarterback with my tight end pick. I'm going to go with Hunter Henry. I think he's the best one available. There was Hunter Henry, Jared Cook, Dan Smicky, Dan McDonald, and David Njoku. And I decided to go with uh, Hunter Henry. I think he's going to be, you know, eating all the touchdowns. I think with Mike Williams there and Keenan Allen, you are kind of have to be worrisome. Especially with Austin Eckler and when Melvin Gordon comes back, that's so many, you know, touches that he has to deal with. But I think in the red zone he is gonna eat. And then quarterback wise, there's Aaron Rodgers, Baker Mayfield, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz. Looking at my quarterback rankings, I have Baker Mayfield ranked the highest out of him. I think his upside is, you know, pretty high. I think Aaron Rodgers is still gonna be himself, but you know, with a new coach for the first time in forever, I'm not really looking to stay I mean, I'm looking to stay away from Rodgers. I'll draft Adams because he's still going to eat. But with Rodgers, I mean, if he falls to where I feel comfortable, I'll draft him. But, you know, that's kind of why I went Baker over Rodgers. With Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz, I think they're a tier below, you know, Mayfield and Rodgers, though. So, But Jacob's up with pick two in the sixth round. So who are you looking at with this one? Well, honestly, I was I was expecting you to pick up at least one more receiver, kind of make my uh, decision a little bit easier here. Didn't expect you to go with quarterback tight end. Uh, I I think with both of them, I think that's pretty solid. Like we just said, Philip Rivers has to has to get the job done. He's Mister Consistent, Mister Reliable. Uh, Hunter Henry will eat as long as he's healthy this year. Baker, I I heard someone say one of my friends said that Baker was probably going to do the same numbers that Mahomes did last season, this season, and that was before getting Odell. That was before. I would love that, but right? I don't think that's. Pre- <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I I think that might that. be like a once in a. Once in a generation thing. That'd but be crazy. I, I still think that he's going to be probably a top five quarterback in terms of yards and touchdowns and such this year. Um, he, he just has too many weapons and he has that killer uh, mindset. He, he has that killer instinct. He wants to win. He'll do whatever he's got to do. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I know who I'm going with here and it's going to be kind of funny just because he's the biggest what if in the draft, honestly, in any situation. I don't know if there's a, like a solid round to get him anything earlier than round eight just because you never know if he plays that full season. But I'm going uh, with Josh Gordon. 
Smoke them if you got them. That's who I thought you were going with. That's awesome. Stephen A. Smith says, stay off the weed. Stay off the weed. I think that's a pretty good pick. I mean, there was Mike Williams, Jarvis Landry, Tyler Boyd, DJ Moore. I mean, I think with all of them, Josh Gordon definitely has the highest upside. Um, I mean, I was going to take Josh Gordon, so I was a little disappointed he didn't get all the way back to me. Yeah, and there's a big run of wide receivers. There was Aaron Rodgers at three, then Mike Williams at four, Jarvis Landry at five, Tyler Boyd at six, DJ Moore at seven, D.D. Westbrook at eight, Austin Eckler at nine, and then Lamar Miller. I guess Sleeper hasn't updated their uh, their their ADP yet, but Lamar Miller at pick ten. What a steal of the draft, in my opinion. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can't go wrong with a guy that's out for the year at pick ten, sixth round. Um, so right now looking at my roster, I have Kamara, Mike Evans, uh, Devonta Freeman, T.Y. Hilton, Derek Henry. Um, I'm kind of looking for that next, um, my other flex play. It's kind of where I'm going at right now. And, um, I'm not a big fan of Tariq Cohen. I think he's going to lose a lot of his touches due to, um, David Montgomery and, there's Robbie Anderson. He's on the board. Um, you know, I'm, I believe in Sam Darnold. I think he's going to be a, a lot better this year than he was last year. But I'm still not too high on Robbie. So I'm really between Alshon Jeffrey and Darius Geis. We all know who you're picking. Just move on with it. <laughs> I, and, if uh, and if you're not picking him in the sixth round, you'll get him on your back-to-back in the seventh. Well, I'm going to – Sadly and unfortunately, pass on Alshon Jeffrey. I'm gonna get the running back. Oh, uh, we'll see. We'll see if I'm Team gonna, One picks him. He didn't get see. back to him, Alshon. I do. Uh, I guess it's been every year in our home league draft, except for this year, because Jacob kind of uh, sniped me the pick right before. <laughs> well, and he took him in the fifth round, and I wouldn't have taken Jeffrey till like the seventh or eighth. But he did take Jeffrey in the fifth. I think just out of spite, so I couldn't have him. <laughs> But fifth round was a little early. But um, oh, I can't believe Alshon got picked right there. That's hilarious. So, with that being said, I th- um, Alshon got picked at pick twelve in the sixth round. Matt Ryan started the seventh round at pick one. So Tyler's back up at pick two. Wow, they have Andrew Luck <laughs> like on here as top four quarterbacks available <laughs> over Cam Russell, Lamar Jackson. That's interesting. Sleeper, okay. I'm so disappointed in you. We've yeah. been touting you up all off season. This is what you do to us. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on, sleeper. Um, okay, so I'm gonna go with the tight end here. Um, I think we need to give Andrew like the team three. They, they already have Lamar Miller. <laughs> yeah, we should, we should just uh, select it for him. That's funny. Um, I'm gonna. So t- I'm looking for a tight end here, and uh, I'm, there's Jared Cook, Vance McDonald, um, Najoku, but I'm not gonna draft him. I, I really think he's gonna have. A really bad year. I'm not high on him at all. So, and then Austin Hooper, really the top three in my opinion. Um, I'm gonna go with Jared Cook. I think Drew Brees he loves to throw the ball to uh, to his tight ends, and Jared Cook just came off of one of his best years in his career with uh, Derek Carr last year. So, um, my thought process is like, I mean, he's gonna get the ball on a high powered offense, and um, I think. I think he's going to be more touchdown dependent than, you know, catches and stuff. He might get you like four catches a game, but I'll rely on the upside of him getting a uh, touchdown versus someone like Najoku or Hooper or someone like that. So 
my thought process. Yeah, and I like and I like Cook. I know you guys know my thoughts on Drew Brees. I'm not very high on him this upcoming season. I think he is going to be taking a major step back. And with Kamara and Thomas in that offense, I'm really looking to stay away from Cook, especially because I don't think he's going to be that red zone threat. They're going to be looking for Thomas. They're going to be looking for Kamara in that red zone. But I think with the, the tight ends available, I think that was the best one available, though. Um, but after Ty pick Cook, Tarek Cohen finally went to pick three. Latavius Murray at four. Robbie Anderson at five. Vance Make Your Dance McDonald at six. Carson Wentz at seven. Darwin Thompson. I saw Teets Wentz whenever he got picked. He's pretty upset. And Matt Breed at pick nine. And Allen Robinson at ten. So, Jacob, you're up at pick 11. So, yeah, you, you notice I, I was kind of – I was a little butthurt, honestly. The two people I was looking at possibly taking were – Vance McDonald or Darwin Thompson this this round. Uh, they both got sniped. Yeah, they both got sniped. I I'm I'm a believer that Thompson will finish the season as the lead back for the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs always seem to have at least one outstanding running back. They had Priest Holmes not too long ago. Now, are you worried about Alicia McCoy, who just got released from the Bills, being in signed there? I don't because the Chiefs the Chiefs w- would rather pick up veteran quarterbacks than running backs. They usually end up drafting the running backs they get, or they get them pretty young. I know they got Priest Holmes from the Ravens. What about the, the uh, Andy Reid connection, though? There is that Andy Reid connection. I just, I think that they're too deep right now. I mean, they just got to call this offseason. He's already possibly going to be getting cut as soon as the 53-man roster comes out. Um, I think with Damian Williams starting it off, he will do well, but kind of what we saw last year, he, he can get the job done, but he's just not that X factor that they need. They had the Jamal Charles. They had the Cream Hunt before he kicked a female. <laughs> <laughs> they had Larry Johnson. They had, I mean, Dexter McCluster for a second was actually pretty dominant yeah. for a season two. Uh, I think that Darwin Thompson will be that X factor coming up. And if he's not, then they're going to be getting him up in this upcoming draft after after the season's over. So with all of that, I'm, I'm going to have to start looking at a tight end too. I was definitely going to try to like stash somebody, but we're, we're going to go tight end here. Um, so with David Njoku, Austin Hooper, and Eric Ebron being the top with Delaney Walker, I I I want to I don't know if it's a no brainer, but I'm probably gonna go Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron in that offense is still gonna be a vertical threat. He's still gonna be a red zone threat. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, I'm pretty sure from what you guys said in the last podcast, targeted him decent amount. Yeah, yeah. What me and Christian were saying is that you know Brissett, if you go back to 2017, he was targeting the tight end very heavily. Um, it's just kind of concerning because you don't know it's, if it's going to be Ebron or Doyle. But I think Ebron is going to be the one who breaks out. You know, his talent is undeniably better than Doyle's. So. But Jacob did pick Ebron with pick 11. Uh, I decided I need wide receivers. Uh, my team so far is Dalvin Cook, Todd Gurley, Josh Jacobs, Brandon Cooks, Hunter Henry, Baker Mayfield. So I need at least – one wide receiver to finish out my wide receivers, and I got one more uh, one more flex, and then I need to fill out my bench with my final two picks. So I'm thinking about going wide receiver, wide receiver with these two. The best ones on the board are Will Fuller, Curtis Samuel, Emmanuel Sanders, Christian Kirk, Sammy Watkins. And I decided to go with Christian Kirk and Sammy Watkins. I was debating between Curtis Samuel or maybe Sterling Shepard, but I decided with Christian Kirk just based on the fact that, you know, he is in that Arizona offense. He's going to have that high upside. He is that wide receiver one there. I don't think Larry Fitzgerald is the wide receiver one there. I think, you know, Christian Kirk went to Texas A&M. 
Uh, you know, Cliff Kingsbury had it at Texas A&M. He was their offensive coordinator there. So he does have that connection with Christian Kirk. You know, Sammy Watkins, he is in the most higher-powered offense. He is on the Kansas City Chiefs. He is not the wide receiver one there. They do have Tyree Kill. They do got Travis Kelsey. So he is probably the number three option there, and he is injury-prone. But I do feel pretty confident that he, if he does stay on the field, he's going to probably put up double-digit touchdowns this year. And I know that in the offseason, he, was, he wasn't looking to try to go somewhere else because they got hard men or anything like that. He, he was basically like, hey, if I need to step up, be the number one, this will be the year for me. Like, he's... He worked his butt off this offseason. He he wants the catches. He wants the targets. He wants to stay healthy and play. He wants to make a difference like he did back in Buffalo. Yeah, you guys are paying him like a I think top five wide receiver money. So he they, needs to do something. A lot. It was it was very surprising when they got him. I was happy when they got him. I wasn't excited for the contract because I feel like they could spend some of that money elsewhere. But as long as he can he can help out with that offense, get some catches, some touchdowns, I I will be okay with it. Yeah, and I think he is gonna be productive. But you are up with pick two in the eighth round. Um, just uh, give a quick overview of your team real quick. All right. So uh, I, my first round pick, I had Julio, then Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, Sony Michelle, Duke Johnson, uh, Josh Gordon, and I just picked Eric Ebron not too long ago. So I, I feel like I'm pretty balanced. I feel like I have some some decent receivers. They're going to be getting – I say decent, really good receivers. They're going to be getting the targets on their teams. Uh, my running backs are bruisers besides Duke Johnson. He'll just be kind of like an all-around running back. Josh Gordon is – he's so electric if he can stay on the field. Um, and Eric Ebron, even though he does have Jack Doyle, I think that in that offense, if they can get towards the red zone, he'll probably be getting a lot of the targets if Marlon Mack's not running it in. Uh, so here at 8-2, I'm going to be looking at a quarterback. Um, I was originally, and I'm usually really high on Russell Wilson. He's Andrew just, Luck's still on the board. He is on the board. I've been eyeing him all night, um, I guess all morning. But uh, Russell Wilson is usually my go-to here. I think I've had him at, at least one of my leagues every year for like the last three or four years. Super consistent wider, or quarterback. But they're going so much more run-heavy this year. They do have some solid running backs this year. He... He may be falling off quite a bit. I, I'm i not a believer in Jared Goff. I, I'm a believer in Sean McVay. I don't think that Jared Goff's that good of a quarterback. I think it's more the system. And with them having Henderson, with them having Todd Gurley, I think he'll be fine as a fantasy quarterback, but I, I don't think I'm going to go there. I'm going to go ahead and reach. I've, I've been pretty high on him for a while. As soon as I started seeing him being able to make the throws and such, uh, with it being a PPR league, I, th- I think that... Well, not just even that. I, he's such a rushing quarterback, too, and they're wanting him to have a whole bunch of carries. So I'm going Lamar Jackson there, too. Ooh, going Lamar over Cam. Pretty much Cam Jr. with Lamar Jackson. Uh, I think that, you know, Lamar Jackson is pretty polarizing. You either hate him or you love him. I hated him at the beginning of the offseason. But like you said, we saw he's we, we have been seeing him make the throws. We have been seeing him do everything that he's been needing to do. So um, I think... So I think that he is going to be productive. I think that, uh, you know, I am, you know, I feel pretty confident that Lamar Jackson is going to be putting up QB one numbers. Yeah, especially with the rushing. Um, if I read somewhere like if he rushes for like eighty yards a game, like if he over a sixteen week season, like last year, he would have been like an RB five, like turns of fantasy wise. So which is crazy. Like, I, and he easily, in my opinion, could get eighty rushing yards a game. Um, I, I like the pick. I think I would have took Jared Goff, Russell Wilson, Cam Newton, maybe over them. But, um, yeah, 
So yeah, but uh, Kenyon Drake got picked at pick three. Drew Brees at four. Jared Goff at five. Will Fuller at six. Emmanuel Sanders finally off the board at seven. Andrew Luck got scooped up very late at pick eight. Leishon McCoy that at nine. Be, that and, could be the seal of the draft. Not yeah. it was Lamar Miller, but I think Andrew Luck might be next. No, I just I kind of was hoping that he would follow the pick three. It was two picks away. They could have got Lamar Miller and Andrew Luck and just won the draft off like outright. But you know the fantasy gods didn't want it. Um, but David Njoku, Tyler's guy, went at pick ten in the eighth round. So he's up at pick eleven. Who are you picking right now? And, uh, who are you targeting right now? And just uh, give them a quick overview of your team, just so they know who you uh, who you've picked so far. Okay, so I have Alvin Kamara, Mike Evans, Devonta Freeman, T. Y. Hilton, Derrick Henry, Darius Geis, Jared Cook. So right now I'm kind of looking at a quarterback, and the only two I'm really debating between is Russell Wilson and Cam Newton. Um, I normally would say it's a no-brainer to take Cam Newton just because, like, he gets those rushing touchdowns uh, at the goal line as well as his passing, but his health is a little concerning to me. Um, I still think he will put up a little bit better numbers than Russell, but I'm going to play it more safe, and I'm going to go Russell Wilson. Um, I just – I know, like uh, Jacob said, like they're going to be a little more run-heavy than normal, and – but I still like Russell Wilson. I think um, he he's just upside really good. He's a good leader and everything, and he's always a solid pick for fantasy. So I'm pretty content with getting him. Yeah, and you guys know how high I am on Cam Newton. I probably wouldn't, would have went Cam Newton over Russell Wilson, but you can't really argue that, especially with his health problems. But to round out the eighth round, Curtis Samuel with the 12th pick, Daryl Henderson with the ninth, uh, with the first pick in the ninth round, so Tyler's up with pick two in the ninth round. We got two more picks left. We're filling out our bench with these last two picks. Okay, so right here, um, I was looking for this guy. Like I knew coming into this mock, this is a guy I wanted to get late. Um, the Bills cut LaShawn McCoy earlier this morning. So um, Devin Singletary is, you know, he's going to be the lead back now there, and that's kind of my selection. I really didn't look at a whole lot of the other players available. At the running back, I mean, there was Jordan Howard or Jalen Samuels and stuff, players like that. But, I mean, Devin Singletary is going to be the lead back for Buffalo this season. So, that's kind of what I was thinking. So, um, so that is who I'm going to select. All right. So, that, uh, Tyler picked Devin Singletary at pick two in the ninth round. So, Cam Newton finally went at pick three. Tony Pollard at four. Sterling Shepard at five, Callum Balage at pick six, Royce Freeman at seven, Kareem Hunt at pick eight, and Rashad Penny at nine. I think that's pretty late on Rashad Penny. I'm surprised he's fallen this this much, to be honest with you. And Geronimo Allison at pick ten. Wow. So they got Chris Carson in round three, Rashad Penny in round nine. I don't know have Rashad Penny in round nine and Chris Carson in round three. Yeah, that's definitely. That's a- that's pretty interesting, especially since the Seahawks, I feel like they were either always run heavy or they'd kind of have a balanced offense. And I even include them being run heavy if Russell Wilson's having to scramble because I know that offensive line's not the best. But yeah, I'm. Yeah, but so you're up at pick 11. We got two more picks left. We're just running out our bench with these last two. So I'm, I'm looking at two receivers right now. Um, I'm looking at. So the top receivers on the board right now are Valdez Scanling, Larry Fitz, Marvin Jones, James Washington, 
And if I want to go farther, I can bring up Pettis, Corey Davis, and Deshaun Jackson. Really, the two that I'm looking at are Corey Davis and uh, James Washington. I know I was talking to Tyler on the car ride over here. I I am not a huge fan of the Steelers' offense in general, but they always seem to be really good at drafting receivers and getting receivers in some way. With Juju getting double teamed and being the number one now, it seems like even though the number one is usually pretty good, their number two usually kind of excels at least a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm kind of feeling Washington. The only thing that's making me like hesitate is Corey Davis. Corey Davis is that athlete. He is the number one. I don't think Tajay Sharp or anyone like that is going to be stealing too much looks from him. Delaney Walker is old. He will be stealing some targets, but who knows if he gets injured again like he did last year. He's he's just kind of getting toward that point where he needs to possibly look at moving himself out. <laughs> yeah, to be honest with you. Um, so you're thinking about selecting... Washington, that's who I'm going with. Ooh, good choice, good choice. I'm very happy because I wanted... Corey Davis. Um, and I think James Washington is a good pick, though. I mean, he's going to be that number two. Dante Moncrief, they were pretty high on him, but he's already slipping down the depth chart. I think James Washington will take over that number two. And like you said, historically, their number twos do produce. But I'm looking to round out my bench. I'm looking to – my running backs are a lot stronger than my wide receivers, so I'm looking to round out my team with two wide receivers. Um so I'm going to pick Dante Pettis and Corey Davis. I think they're the most high upside picks left on the board. Um, wide receiver wise, I think that they are their wide receiver ones in their offense. Dante Pettis, he doesn't really have anyone to do with besides a couple rookies and Jalen Hurd and Debo Samuel. And Corey Davis doesn't have a rookie with A.J. Brown and an old veteran with the Laney Walker. So I'm not too worried about it. Um, but I'll let you know what my final team looks like after you guys pick, and we'll just go over that. Um, but, Jacob, you're up with pick two in the last round. All right, so because I'm already sitting on I'm, – I'm in super balance, like, all the way through. Right now I'm on with four receivers. I've got three running backs, one tight end, one quarterback. I'm not going to go any more than those either. So I'm, I'm looking at running back here. And at this point, especially with it being a bench player, it's kind of more of a stash option for me. I'm looking at people like – possibly uh, Madison uh, over in Minnesota. I'm looking at Justice Hill over in Baltimore. Um, I'm going to stay away from the Bucks offense, anyone there. So you don't want Ronald Jones? I, As much as I think that he will be pretty average this year and might take the number one reps and such, I, I just don't think that either of them will be able to uh, actually produce anything for fantasy this year. But with me, uh, I like to I like to get some of the ones that are handcuffs pretty hard. I Delvin Cook hasn't had a healthy season yet. I'm going to go with Madison here. Which I think that's a pretty good pick. Um, I would have went with him or Justice Hill. And either one of you is, is not wrong. They're both going to probably have some standalone value this offseason. So we'll see what happens. Um, but pick three was Kyler Murray. Pick four was Marquez Valdez-Scantling in VS. Pick five was Larry Fitzgerald. Pick six was Jordan Howard. Pick seven was Jameis Winston. Pick eight was Jalen Samuels. Pick nine was Marvin Jones, and pick ten was Big Ben Roethlisberger. So Tyler's up with his last pick, with pick 11. Okay, so with my last pick, I'm really looking at a wide receiver. Um, I'm looking at either Deshaun Jackson, Cortland Sutton, or Golden Tate. Um, They all kind of have their upside. Um, You know, Golden Tate, he's going to be the number one for the Giants once he comes back from his four-game suspension. Um, So he has really good value here. Because I really don't – I wouldn't need him until, like, week five anyways. 
Cortland Sutton, he's the number one in Denver. He, I think his potential could be, like, I could see him kind of being like a Demarius Thomas, what he was there in Denver. But then again, I could also see him busting pretty hard, especially Joe Flacco being uh, the quarterback. And then there's Deshaun Jackson, who I think is the biggest boomer bust player available. Um, yeah, and he always has been. He could uh, easily get you, you know, 20 points one week and then two the very next. So I think I'm going to go with um, – uh, I'm just going to roll the dice and go Cortland Sutton. Um, I know it's kind of a risky pick, I feel like, but he's – I don't know. I think he has the most upside out of the three, so. Yeah, and I, and I think that was a pretty good pick. That's probably who I would have went out of the available ones. But And then Mr. Irrelevant was Austin Hooper. So I like that one. I, yeah. I like Hooper as a Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, I like that one too. So let's just go over our teams, and we'll see, and we'll give it out to the listeners who they think is the best. Um, I'll go first. Like I said, this is a one quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, one tight end, two flex, two bench. And so I'll start off. My quarterback is Baker Mayfield. Two running backs are Dalvin Cook, Todd Gurley. Two wide receivers are Brandon Cooks, Christian Kirk. Tight end is Hunter Henry. My two flexes are Josh Jacobs and Sammy Watkins, and my bench spots are Dante Pettis and Corey Davis. So my angle was I'm going to go running back heavy early with Dalvin Cook, Todd Gurley, and Josh Jacobs, and then just fill out my wide receivers with the value like I did with Brandon Cooks, Christian Kirk, Sammy Watkins, Dante Pettis, and Corey Davis. I think that they're, my, my wide receivers are still going to be serviceable. But then I kind of wanted to make sure I had a top-end tight end and a top-end quarterback. So that's why I wanted to make sure that I got them early with Baker Mayfield and Hunter Henry. Okay, so um, my team, starting at quarterback, is Russell Wilson. I also, at running backs, had Kamara and Freeman. Um, my receivers were Mike Evans, T.Y. Hilton. My starting tight end was Jared Cook. And my two flexes were Derek Henry and Darius Geis. And then my two bench players were Devin Singletary and Cortland Sutton. Um, my kind of strategy was just kind of get um, players that I knew would produce at their uh, where they when they fell to me. Um, I didn't take a whole lot of upside except for you know Darius Geis and Devin Singletary and I guess Sutton that I last three or towards the bottom picks. Um, I felt like I just wanted to get more of a balanced team, so I pretty much just went running back, receiver, running back, receiver, running back, receiver for most of my draft, um, just trying to get the best available player, but also keep my team as balanced as possible. Yeah, and uh, your team is pretty good, to be honest with you. As you kept rambling through it, I was like, okay, all right, okay. So we'll see what Jacob's team looks like, and then we'll kind of uh, throw it out to the viewers and see what they think is the best team. All right, so my quarterback is Lamar Jackson. Running backs are Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle. My receivers are Julio, Amari Cooper. Tight ends, Eric Ebron. My two flexes are Duke Johnson and Josh Gordon. And my two bench players are James Washington and Alexander Madison. So my angle, it was going to be either go big receivers, then go running backs, or go get one solid receiver, then try to come back with a few running backs. You kind of sniped Dalvin Cook for me, kind of changed up my uh, my. Yep, I told you once you I because I started out with pick twelve. Once Jacob picked eleven, I said, "Oof, I'm either you're gonna be sniping me or I'm gonna be sniping yeah. you." And that's how, and that's how it goes, though. So, I I mean, I just ended up going for more of a balanced team. I think I have two players on there that 
they're definitely going to be make a breaker uh, make on this one. It's Lamar Jackson. We'll have to see how he does with that offense with being year two and Josh Gordon. I mean, Josh Gordon's with Tom Brady. That helps him out a lot. Josh Gordon himself is a stud. He led the league in yards the last time he played, I think, 13 games in the season. He was hurt for a little bit of it. He still led the league in, in receiving yards. Um, so if he can stay on the field, we we can see quite a bit of production out of him. If he doesn't, that's why I kind of got James Washington just as a backup right there for for my back. Like my, if Josh Gordon falls, I can I can get him replaced pretty easy. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that is the end of our mock draft episode. Uh, we're pretty excited. Uh, we we want to thank you guys for joining us today. Me personally, I think I have the best team. I'm just kidding. Um, I think I think we all drafted pretty good. I think we're all pretty balanced, but I, I am excited to see who you guys think drafted the best. Um, but once again, we want to thank you guys for joining in. Is there anything you guys wanted to say before we go? Yeah, go ahead. Once we, We're going to put up a poll who you guys think has got the best team, so go ahead and just pencil me in as the winner because I already know I won uh, this draft. But in all seriousness, uh, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Uh, we're growing slowly but steadily, and um, – yeah, just thank you, and you can follow me at TR Sports Chatter. Yep, and we wanted to just thank you guys for your support. To be honest with you, uh, each each week you guys tune in, and we just want to thank you guys for you know supporting us week in week out. Is there anything that you want to say, Jacob? I mean, I'm basically on the same page with all you guys. I just want to thank all the listeners, all the viewers. I want to thank you guys as well. Like this is this is an awesome little experience for me. Um, I didn't know exactly how it would go, how I would do, and I. I don't know how I'm doing right now, so I guess that's another thing. Like, give me some feedback if yep. you guys are listening. Listeners, tell Jacob if he's doing good or bad. I mean, <laughs> you just don't don't be like doing any threats and such. But like, troll any, him, any, troll any, him. Any constructive criticism, I, I can t- I can handle about anything, honestly. Um, so yeah, if, we're gonna we're gonna have some exciting things coming up in the future. Uh, I know Trey's Trey's got a whole bunch of stuff brewing up. Uh, Again, follow me on Twitter at footballjt. I'll be dropping some stuff every now and then, some tweets. I'll I'll be commenting and replying and giving my thoughts on a lot of stuff. So, thank you guys. Yep, and you guys already know where to follow me at ff superflex guru. The podcast page is ff underscore forecast. But yeah, we want to thank you guys for joining in. Thank you guys so much. Well, I think I made it. Cause I'm always smiling and you're the reason now Girl, I can't explain it It's all in the time and I had to get low I had to get low I had to get back I had to report, I had to get facts Cause you were just that, you that You share your truths with me And I find them true, amused You in the booth with me La 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 la